You're listening to Spraymakers, the podcast that dives deep into the world of water skiing with Rossi and Trent. Many people look like they're fighting their ski to navigate their way down the lake and through the course. The best skiers know how to move with their ski to be the most efficient. Listen as the boys talk about how to put all those pieces together. I would say that it's this concept of like riding our ski versus directing our ski and just having a discussion about this. Um, because when yeah. you watch a pro, when you watch, you know, high level skiers doing their thing, it does look more like they're symbiotic with their ski. And it's, it's more like working together versus you see a lot of, you know, other skiers out there that look like they're just in a battle Royale. And, and I just kind of want to yeah. have a discussion about that and talk about maybe why those things are happening and what, what can we benefit by highlighting one way or the other? Yeah, no, and I think it is a good way of thinking about it. It's like, I think um, we'd said, you know, like you're either you're either directing your ski or you're, or you're forcing it. And, and I think maybe frame like that, I think probably we can all relate, you know, to that, that, you know, either, either uh-oh, I, I, maybe I feel like I'm forcing my ski all the time or, 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 or that moment where you like, you can relate to that moment where something fell apart and you're like, okay, hey, that's when I started forcing it. And, and then it's kind of that deal, you know, so we'll talk about that, like the difference between, you know, directing your ski, or I like to say leading your ski or, or forcing your ski. And, and then how, you know, what are the pitfalls? And when, when you kind of fall into a, a rhythm with the boat that you're, you're, you're left with, you know, very, very few other, other choices. So what, what do you, when you, when you think about, um, and, and when you texted me last night, you, you, I think you said directing your ski, um, or, or was it anyway? Sorry, directing your ski or, or versus forcing it. So, so what what does that mean to you then? If if you're if you're leading your ski or or or, or riding your ski versus versus forcing it around, what's 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 the difference? Okay, the difference for me, very simply, I I, I tried to think about this. I kind of knew this was going to come up, and I would say very much so. Let's go back to riding a bike. Okay. Yeah. When you start riding a bike. You are just trying to put the coordination together and you're not riding your bike very fast. And so you're working on the pedaling and then the arms and the steering. And, um, and so anyway, it's kind of like that. So you start, you start by just trying to figure out that kind of stuff. And so a turn is literally, you take your, your handlebars and you turn them the direction you want to go and you keep pedaling and the bike turns. Okay. And then. Mm -hmm. As you advance in in biking, you start to learn that it actually, you know, as I as I rode my mountain bike more and more and more and got faster and more confident in all my moves, what I started realizing was even on even in mountain biking, you're leading with your body. And so when I go to make yeah. a sweeping uh, right to left hand turn, like one, three, five turn, you know, in water skiing, that direction of a turn, I'm actually letting my body go to the inside, just like I do on water skiing. And I'm leaving my handlebars. If anything, my handlebars are turning to the outside a little bit and that allows my body to go to the inside. So I think that's just the idea of that's riding my ski versus like, I guess for me, you know, directing my ski or it's like telling my ski where it needs to be without my body leading it. Does that make any sense? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to get, we're going to get on the same page. So, so in terms of the terminology, um, so you're talking about, um, directing being a negative, being forcing, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just so I, so I don't, uh, so it's either either riding your ski, 
steering is yeah. kind of what I wanted, but and but then again, you know, we kind of I don't I don't know how, I I like to I just I ride my ski. I ride it. I yeah. don't. Okay. Yes. You know what I mean? Like that's something that I do. Right. There's no there's nothing that should have to be forced. Obviously, we're going to get ourselves in situations where we're going to want that because we don't like where we are. But in general, there isn't any force going on in my skiing. I don't know. That's... Yes. So if you go back, no, that, 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 that's perfect. I, I just was using um, directing as a as a as a positive instead of the negative. I just had to get 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 a, our terminology on the same page. So so if you just go back to that go back to that analogy then of, of riding your bike when you're first learning, <clears throat> you're forced to steer like you said you're right. going to be right over top of your cranks or right over top of your pedals you know your weight is going to be is going to be cautiously right over the center and you're going to be actually turning the handlebars to turn and then then you 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 uh go further down the down the you know progression scale and all of a sudden you you're you're riding it you're leading it and so i think the the common the like the biggest commonality then between that and skiing is 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 speed right like when when you're you know again when you're first learning to ski you're never going ever going faster than the boat so your your ability to to you know to to lead it to ride it is is, is very minimal but at, at, then as a, you know as you progress you're able to actually ride it or lead it so i i think maybe there's there's potentially clue number one when when you're trying to identify like when is it that i'm forced to direct my ski or force my ski around like when is that required to happen and it's it's i mean there's there's answer number one when when you're when you're at a when you have a lack of water speed yes yes yeah anytime you don't have speed you don't have stability so i was trying to think about it last night trent in the idea of when in our progression of skiing is it necessary to understand this concept? I always believe that this concept is important from the beginning. And I think that, you know, no matter where you are in your progression, this is what you should be applying into your skiing as far as the riding part versus the steering or directing part. Yes. Okay. So, but I think there, there's gotta be some place where it's, you know, maybe at 15 off at 26 miles an hour, you can be a lot more upright because you have a lot of rope. You can be a lot more upright and be manipulating or steering your ski around turns and still having enough speed to get over to the next side and go, right? But like, I don't know, I was thinking about it last night and I've kind of figured that maybe that this concept really starts to come in play at 35 off, right? Like yeah, where you're starting to get higher up on the swing, you need more speed. you're you related it in a speed way which i like you know that we need to get to that place you know we need the speed to be able to get to that place and the speed will also then support us to be off our edge yes yeah in a very literal sense right i mean i mean um like you know because everyone's everyone's you know shared that feeling um on on a gate setup where they know they blew it and they know they're they've they lost too much speed and and they you, you always hear the comment, you know, I felt like I was sinking on my gate. And that's, that, that's, that's literal, you know, as that water speed starts to decrease, you know, the water, you know, you're, you're losing like surface tension on the water, right? So that you literally, your ski literally is sinking, riding deeper and deeper into the water. Um, and as that surface tension decreases, that stability is going to decrease. So now your option to, to lead your ski 
um, it is, it's, 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 it's diminished, right? So you're forced now you're forced. And just think of it like when you watch it, like a, like a beginner, 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 someone trying to, you know, whether they're running, trying to run the course or not trying to run the course, let's just think of someone at 24 miles an hour. You know, there's very little leading. There's very little lean. There's very, you know, it, everything is, is very upright over top just because, you know, there's, there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of, uh, other options when you're, when you're not going very fast, but. And, I, I and still, at that same time, of, at that same time, you haven't developed the skill to build speed from turn yeah. to wake. Yeah. Right. But in my mind, like, I still think like you want to explore this concept the moment that you are, you know, I, I was, I was instinct i was going to say the moment you're trying to outrun the boat so the moment that you're that you're trying to swing up on the boat so even if that's really like even if that's you know just first learning how to run the course um it's still you know it's still a it's still a concept it's still a a, a principle emotion a pattern of movements that 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 apply to really any level it's just the 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 greater the speed the more service tension you have the, the more you know the more this this concept's going to apply. So I, I generally start like right right from the very beginning, you know, when, when someone's learning to run the course, um, you know, and it always starts like anything else does. It, it always starts in that first movement. So if that's a pull-up, you know, if that's your gate set up, that's your pull-up for your gates, or if that's just you swinging out to, to start at one buoy, you know, it, it's, it's your, 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 your mass, your body, your momentum needs to be going towards your your desired direction of travel and that's really all this is that you know this leading your ski really just starts by by shifting your momentum shifting your, your center of mass letting everything go in the direction you want to go yes yes you know i'm uh, you just put together some things that i i wasn't consciously aware of but you know when i'm skiing with my two kids you know we mm-hmm. my younger one uh is is starting at 17 miles an hour and my older one right now is starting at like, you know, whatever, 24, right? So yep. what what do I hammer them on in a nice way? Don't worry. And it's still arm, <laughs> it's still arm straight, arm straight, have fun. Don't worry. It's all that stuff too. But like, what do, what do I repeatedly, I mean, to maybe a point of annoyance for them is hmm. talking about how wide they get up on the boat and when they get up there. And why am yeah. I doing that? Now I'm really realizing why I'm doing. I'm doing it because I'm watching their speed. And then once they run out of that speed, then I know they can't drop into their turn. And then they're fighting and they're not generating the speed and direction into the wakes. So then our line's not not right through the course. And so yeah. you really just brought that in into focus for me. So again, I think this is something that almost everybody can find a way to relate to this, no matter what level of skiing you're on. Yeah. So what about, um, you know, so it sort of kicked it off, you know, obviously talking about, about a gate pullout and, 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 you know, this, like your ability to move in your direction of, of travel, whether it's on the gate pullout or, or we'll talk about, you know, through the, actually through the load phase itself, this is what creates true acceleration. This is what, this is what will get your ski going faster than your body. And, and that's when things feel you know, fast and light is, 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 is actually that, that, that acceleration itself, um, as opposed to just rolling your ski over, stacking over top of your ankles and, and just holding on and, and simply letting the boat do everything, um, independent of your own movements. Um, so what about, what about the turn itself then? Like, like how does this idea of, 
of leading your ski as opposed to forcing it or steering it like through the dynamics of the turn what is what does that feel like or what does that look like okay i will i will i'm going to go there but i wanted one thing right before that as a general idea and that is your ski only wants to go straight down the lake yes that's something that people really have to understand it does not Yes, you set your ski up. Yes, you put your boots in a certain spot. But if you apply no movement, your ski will only go and follow the boat. That's a great that's a great point and, and often overlooked. Yeah, no matter how you set your ski up, right? If you come you you have this well just fast forward, you have this perfect gate, you come into one ball, and what if you just stand right over top of your ski? What's what's gonna happen? And that's actually that's a that seems so simple, but I think that's that's the perfect lead into 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 what what we're talking about. You're right. Your ski, without your you know, without your input, it, it's not going to do anything. Right. So your input, no matter how dialed in your ski is, your input is what is going to dictate the type of turn that it makes how tight that radius is and how you're you're aligned over yourself in relation to the ski and the boat thus how you can accelerate how much control you have how much balance you have and all of that so i go Mm -hmm. back to a statement i have a long time ago which was your ski is is dumb it's not smart like it doesn't know (laughs) what it's doing okay so we can't just think that we're we have to we have to think about what we're doing, how we're steering it, gassing it, balancing it, you know, all of that has to be in play. And so I think that's a really important concept. Uh, Jay Pacente had that in his uh, you know book that he that he wrote about ski setup. You know, it's like the ski is going to go straight down the lake. I re- I I take that uh, concept and I basically then say, okay, now I need to think about how does my body move and how do those movements translate into to to the ski how does it translate to the ski and basically the way it comes down in my mind there's two types of turns and and a and and most will be a blend of the two but there is the carved turn and Mm -hmm. the skid turn and You know, in snow skiing, I think the uh, the concept is that you like that. The more of your ski edge that cuts the same piece of water, the more mm-hmm. that your so in snow skiing it would be the more your front of your ski cuts a piece of snow, and the rest of that ski can arc through that same piece of snow. That would be a pure carve. Yeah. Okay. Now we're in water. We're never going to pure carve because we're in a we're in a fluid, uh, fluid state, but the idea still gets close. The closer we get to the idea of carving, and that's that one perfect tight turn that uses the front of the ski and then the rest of the ski arcs through on that same. And the front of the ski is, you know, the widest part of your ski, not the actual tip of your ski, but so just in front of your toes and stuff like that. So from your toes to your heel, if the, the closer you can get that same piece of of ski that whole edge to run through that closest piece of water then you've got an ideal you know carved turn i you know who i think about when i think about that uh when he was just 
I think like when we were filming the movie Slash, I think uh, Timo was really getting on that line. Thomas Moore. You know, yes. Yeah. Thomas yeah. Moore. And uh, he, you could see some of his carved arcing turns were just amazing. Um, and then you have the skid turn. Okay. And skid turn um, is a forced turn where you can manipulate your ski and push your ski to go to angles that because there's not a lot of force on the, when you're making a turn, there's not a lot of force on the line and you can actually do crazy stuff with your body and drive your feet and push the ski to an angle that looks very similar to that carved turn. If you took a one, like, you know, a photo, just one photo, but not a sequence. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And so then, you know, I thought maybe we, you know, so one, one is this dynamic where you're dropping in as the carved turn, where your body is falling in the, like where you said, you're leading your turn, your body weight shifts forward, the, the Y point of the ski engages and your body's going towards the handle and the ski comes through this dynamic, uh, carved term, or yeah. there's one where you're not lined up and you're out there and then you take a moment where maybe you've, you can find the rope tension a little bit and you just push your feet through as far as you can, basically skidding the tail of the ski around. You're shifting your body back. I mean, we can talk yeah. about, I think we need to talk back. about where, where your body is, is what, why you're able to do this move, this skidded move. And I think we all have the ability to do it, but the less that the skidded turn is your go-to move. I believe the more efficient mm -hmm. you're skiing and the, the more buoys you're basically going to end up running. Yeah, no, I agree. So, so we're going to say like, you know, this leading turn, um, this carve turn, that's about, that's going to be about your, your, your mass, your weight, your momentum, your movements going, moving forward and in, in, inside, moving towards the direction of travel. Right. So that's going to be, you know, I guess if you just went like classic, like what, what resonates with most people, it's you're, you're leading the turn with your hips, you know, you're, you're, you're moving forward. And then the, the, the skid turn or the stop turn is, is, is actually, like you said, it's the exact opposite. It's actually, you know, you're going to be typically what it's going to be is you're going to move forward a little bit into the turn. And as soon as that ski starts to pull, then that's when your weight shifts back and you, and you, and you're really just pushing the tail. Um, and like you said, you're going to, you can end up with, with, you know, you can end up with the cross course angle you're wanting, but what's the, what's the disadvantage then, you know, it, so like the, the, the flow turn versus the, er, putting on the brakes, the, the, the hockey stop kind of turn, what's the disadvantage? We've got two things, right? Um, We've got yeah. two things. We've got a, the, if you look at the spray, you look at the, the displaced water, that skidded turn, that falling back turn. Mm -hmm. you're you're rapidly losing speed yep if we're rapidly Big losing time. speed then our ski will not want to support us off the edge as far we won't be able to build as much speed into the wakes and thus compounding yep. this situation the other yeah. thing because because yeah. when you're when you're like 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 you said like you're rapidly stopping so while you're doing that like you just have to think about it and again sometimes the most obvious stuff is the most important like what is the boat doing while well, you basically came to a stop, right? Well, didn't the it slow down? Is, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's unwavering. So, so, so one, now you, you know, you're starting from a standstill. 
and and two, like think about think about how much more load you're going to have immediately while you, you while you came to almost a stop and the boat's still barreling down the lake at whatever speed 24 34 or 36 it doesn't you know what i mean it's it's you're going to be subject to a huge hit so now just think about like how you know one it's going to be harder to hold your body position two you're not going to be able to hold that angle and three you've already set your 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 momentum going in the wrong direction so now you're just trying you know now you're just playing catch up now you're just trying to reestablish all, all you know the the reestablish the speed or sorry reestablish the momentum to help reestablish the acceler- the possible acceleration and and you, you know it, you've just come to a complete standstill and, and and i think you know even a lot of like i mean a lot of really really great skiers they 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 i think they 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 forget about that little final component like you know as you're exiting the turn where is your where is your momentum still going so what kind of so that skid stop is you know that skid stern that skid turn that stopping turn that's you know it's a it's you know even if it's not part of your planned attacks i mean few things start to go wrong, it's going to be a little bit necessary. What, what, what puts you into that position where, where, or like, just say you wanted, okay, I'm going to go today and I'm going to try and lead all my turns. What, what needs to happen? So we already decided that speed is going to be, is going to be a, a, a you know, a, a, a necessary component. What else is necessary to be able to lead your turns? Uh, that's a great question. You know, I, I have a lot of like little, tricks and things like that not the not maybe i i hadn't really thought about it in the thirty thousand foot view but i think that understanding well we gotta we have to be connected to the boat we have to build speed into the center line we can't pull Mm -hmm. most of the time what happens we get we get the back turn because we end up pulling too long we get pulled up off the second wake and now we are not swinging with the handle we're off the handle path is basically what we're talking about we're we're we now are not swinging on the handle the ideal handle path we're going straight at the buoy and now we're still going out when we're going when we hit when we get to the buoy and what we need to do is then realize well we know if we keep going out far enough but that we catch the line and and thing right and we make the turn that we need to make we're not actually going to make the course we're going to be yeah, we're, yeah, we're, yeah. the parameter of the course dictates that we made such a big error coming in that we're going to have to make some sort of fudge and hope that that doesn't also kill us. Because what happens when you when you make too hard a skid, right, like too hard of a jammed turn, you slam onto the rope. And then what does the rope do? Stand you up and you then have to roll the ski back over and try to get over to the next side and you miss anyway. So, you know, we're always, that's why Trent, you and I are talking about, you know, riding the handle path all the time, you know, building speed, taking, working. I mean, one of the notes that I have here is working with the boat, not, not fighting the boat. This is not, if you feel like you're fighting the boat, then I do not believe that you're balanced. If you're not balanced, then I would guess if I was guessing right off the bat that you were slow on your gates and you, your first move was you have two choices. You're dropping in or you're dropping back. Okay. Yeah, That's yeah. it. Boom, boom. That's what we're talking about here. Dropping in, dropping back. You, you, you actually said it on your last, uh, last talking sequence back there. And I just, that really stuck with me, right? Drop in, drop back. I mean, if you're dropping back, then it's like what we talked about before. If the line wasn't there, you would fall. So you're not, you're yeah. not even starting the course in a balanced way. 
So how about things for you that, that, that beyond not having enough speed, like what is it for you that, that causes the desire or need for that skidded turn? So, yeah. And, and this one is actually for, you know, I think the second component, um, and it, it actually couples with speed is, is just simply not having enough space. And, and, and by space, I, I mean, upward swing on the boat, you, you know, um, or you could say you're, you, you know, you're too narrow because again, if, if you're only up a portion of the way through the turn, meaning like, you know, your feet have not come back under the rope yet, or your hip has not come back in line with the rope before the pressure starts to build. And now you're, now you're at another disadvantage where, where, you know, one, you need to hasten the exit of this turn. So sliding the tail is going to, you know, help you get into alignment before there's pressure. Um, but again, now it's going to leave you at the disadvantage we we, we already talked the disadvantage we already uh, talked about. So so for me, one, it's going to be you know speed speed to support me, and and two, it's going to be you know spacing up on the boat, uh, or or again just just width that because what you're looking for is is and when you every you know you you can um, you can even if you're not micro analyzing it, you can kind of see it when you watch someone, someone skiing is you're, you're looking to be able to, to lead your ski through the entire process. Um, so again, if the boat catches you out before the turn is finished, you're going to have to halt. You're going to have to stop, you know, driving that, driving your, your, your body in the direction you want to go. And you're going to actually have to go back to counterbalance the load. Um, but again, with the, with, enough water speed and, and enough upward spacing on the boat or, or simply being wide enough. Ideally, I want to, I want to lead my ski into the turn as my ski starts to pull around the corner. I want to continue to lead it. And I want to actually, and this is the one that this is kind of like to me, like the, the last divide of, of, you know, great versus all time great skiers is, is I actually want to be able to lead my ski through the load itself. You know, and, and again, I, I think that's, you watch, you know, you watch some of these guys who, who are making 41 look really easy right now. And, and that's the most identifiable component that, um, a lot of people didn't have in the past it, is, you know, and, and masters, and I'll just like yeah. really quickly what, what masters was, was on not too long ago and, and watching, watching the men's final, it was like fascinating to watch like, like how that was a component to everybody and everyone did a, does it a little bit different, you know, and this, like, this not a directive, but like John Travers does it a little more of this upper body, especially coming out of one, three, five, um, where someone like Nate kind of does it more with his whole body or, or the center of his body. But, but again, there was that, there's that movement, that leading component through the load itself. And, and you could just watch everybody do it. And then as soon as, Someone got, in, in my mind, they got kind of stuck, like they didn't quite finish turn where they wanted. So they're more in a just hips up static position. Like as soon as that happened, you could start to see the trickle down buoy to buoy until, you know, either they got out of the pass or they didn't. But that, this, again, this idea of, of always being in motion, always moving in, 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 your, in your direction of travel is, is what creates this, this really, you know, it's you can see it, you can feel it. It what is what creates true acceleration. Your way with words is awesome, man. I mean, I just, <laughs> I'm just it's, nerding out it's, over it's here. It's like, it's like <laughs> poetry in motion, man. I wanted to go back. Cause I, I, I really liked the way you were talking about that. And then you highlighted this, what to me is into the wakes concept, 
but I want to make sure that our listeners kind of understand what you're yeah. saying. So can you walk us through what you're talking about, about leading into that zone and, and, and where you're going with well, that? <clears throat> yeah. I, I mean, really, it, it, it's, it really is just a continuation of, of the, of the movement you already set in motion at the turn. But, but if you were going to go like just in a, in a very literal sense, you know, I, I don't want my ankles to get to the whitewash, say, or, or you can pick any kind of point. I don't want my, I don't want my ankles to get to the whitewash before my hips, you know? So, so again, like just, there's a difference between just being stacked and having your ski pushed out in front of you there, you're going to be able to manage load just fine. Or if you just, just, even if you, you know, if you wanted to think of it in a, in a really simple sense, just having your weight over top of your feet. So you have this, it's, it's the, it's a feeling of driving downhill to the center line, you know? And, and again, it's that it's, it's, it's subtle, but, but leading your ski at this point is, is well, at any point leading your ski is what gets your ski to accelerate in relation to your, to your body. You know, in the same way you, how you lean into a turn on a bicycle, you're going to exit a turn faster than you entered it. Um, so yeah, it's, it really is. It's a, it's a continuation of, well, I I mean, if, if we're just going to go, this is just such a broad concept is is that you always want to be leading your ski. You never want to be behind your ski. You always want to be leading it. You want to be leading it into the turn. You want to be leading it out of the turn. You want to be leading it through the load, you know, and, and I guess how it expresses itself maybe in a really simple way is just you always, always have, you know, you're always going to feel the weight on the balls of your feet. As soon as you feel yourself driving through the heels, you know that at least for that moment, you know, at least for that moment, you're, you're slowing your ski down. Yeah. I just, I love the way that you, the way that you, you know, we talk about wrapping it up in a bow. I mean, like you just nailed what's happening behind the boat. And I think this is such a, uh, it's, it's the most important part of the course because it's our, it's our top speed. It's our, it's where all of our energy is being translated into, into projection and all of those things. Um, I don't always think of it as, uh, eloquently as you do, but, uh, you know, for me, (laughs) you know, for me, the thing that I keep telling myself is I want to leave my ski where it is probably in all places, but for my style of skiing, it's the most important thing for me is wherever Mm -hmm. I have my ski going into the first wake, my ski is in the right spot and I want to be leaving it there. So I stay over the top of it. And that way, um, because my tendency as we've talked in previous episodes is to want to shift my upper body, use the handle, shift my upper body back and shove my feet through with this idea that I'm going to quote unquote cast my ski out wide. But yeah, what all I do is I take my body out of position over the top of the ski and I now become unbalanced. Then I'm having to bend my arms through the edge change, both arms, not just my inside arm as I'm rolling around and I'm getting peeled to the inside. And that's giving up that, that, uh, that space that you were talking about, um, earlier, you know, so you know, there's just, there's some things that I think the way that you put it together is the right, the right way to do about, uh, to, to think about it. And for me, mine's more about execution. And that is, you know, yes. when I come off the turn, I want to be dropping into my turn. I want to, you know, hook up to that handle. And the, the few things that come to mind for me are as I come into that first wake, I really want to make sure that uh, actually I want to back up. I want to back up. How do I, how do I make a yeah. turn? 
the thing that stands out most to me is let's let's start at the turn and I'll build into this last part where we're over the ski. So in the turn, when I'm skiing my best, the one thing I can tell you, I'm, I am dropping into the turn. I'm not dropping back or falling back, right? I'm dropping into the turn. I call it to my students. I call it stepping into the turn. I definitely feel a step in, especially on that offside turn where you, I tell people, I want you to step onto your big toe, you know, at the apex of your offside turn. And I want you to feel that big toe all the way through the, through the wakes. Right. So, but anyway, we're going to, I'm going to drop into that, that turn. I want to feel that when I'm doing that, the one idea that has really stood out to me is that I'm light on my feet. Okay. There's no, I'm not, I'm not doing that skidded turn. I'm not driving with my feet. I'm not pushing through that zone. I'm literally leading with my body and stepping and falling into this. And as my body falls in towards the pylon in a balanced way, my weight moves forward. The front of that ski gets pressured. Those front bevels catch the concave and all of that, pull that ski underneath me. That's that naturally carved turn that we're looking for. Um, then, you know, another thing that I, that I watch people do that, you know, I think is really important is we need to have the arms straight. And, and, you know, as we finish the turn, we might bend them a little bit to find where that, you know, that line tension is, and then they need to immediately go out. When you let your arms out, what are you really doing? You're not letting your arms out. You're actually letting your body fall more off the side of the ski edge. If our body's yeah. falling more off the side of the ski edge, we're putting more pressure on that ski edge. And then we can, you know, when you're, when you, when you have your arms relax a little bit more, it doesn't mean you're not, I mean, your grip is grip, your core is engaged, your lats are engaged, it's, your arms are just straight. You can naturally find that balance point a lot easier. The moment you have your arms bent, your hips are going to slide back, you're losing that edge. So anyway, so arms straight out of that turn after, after any corrections that are needed, really important, you know. Um, and then the idea, we've talked about this before, like, we need to make sure that we're working with the boat. We're not in a tug of war fighting the boat. You're never going to be able to pull that boat backwards. That's not going to happen. So what we need to understand is we want to get into a position where we can work with the boat. And we've talked about this in the sense of energy that we are, you know, just working with it. We're evenly taking what we can only harness. The moment you take too much, you're going to have to give back. All of these things yeah. are going to cause you to move all around on your ski and relieve edge pressures and then lose this ability to lead your ski all the way through these, these, um, you know, these motions, something, you know, Chet really taught me back in the day, you know, when you're finishing that turn, when you put that outside hand on again, bring that hand on nice and soft, right? Like you, if you come on with a, with a death grip onto there, then that already tells me that you're over rotating, pushing, driving, and doing all those things. So here's just a bunch of little things that that maybe one of these will be your reason to kind of, or your thing that opens up the ability to just step into that turn, grab that handle, you know, get into your nice lean and let your body lead all the way through to build that speed and momentum right through that through that edge change. Um, you know, those are just things, I mean, tight core, right? Like we're not fighting the boat. We're just staying nice and tight and and making sure that we are every bit of energy that we're taking from the boat or using maybe is better than taking 
that, that we can we can utilize if you go more trend when i watch you ski i see you're you're like the master at this i just see you t- perfectly <laughs> i see you take perfectly exactly what you need you never take more and thus you don't get all of that reverse energy going to the inside off the second wake you just look like you're doing a nice calm side to side dance that is uh, eloquent and powerful but without these crazy harsh movements i think that's i mean that's something i see yeah. and and it's like it's just efficiency of what you're doing and, and what i i believe is it's it's because you can see what you want to do in your mind and so you're able to trust the movements that you're doing do you have any little ideas or anything to sum this up that uh that you see when you're working with your students or yourself yeah or? well i think it's it's again it's it's just being accountable for the direction that you're trying to go. And, and, and really it's, it's, it's just moving in that direction. And again, if it wasn't for the boat, if it wasn't for the load on the rope, this, this wouldn't even be a, you know, this would, this would barely be a a talking point, you know, but so much of what we have to do is, is make sure we're always in a position that as we come under load, that, that, you know, we can still move unimpeded by the boat. So that's why, if you're going to, if you are going to be able to, you know, again, continue to drive in, in your direction of travel, one, you're going to need to have good water speed Two, you're going to need to have, you know, enough, enough upward swing or, or, or ski a wide enough path that three, you can, you can always catch the load in that perfect aligned position, just so you can continue your motion. Just keep moving. You know, when, as long as you're, as long as you're moving in your direction of travel, you're, you're going to be leading your ski and getting the very most out of it. 